Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. Happy Tuesday. We had a wild Monday night football game. I Big was, win for you, Alex. I was up. Well, actually, I was going to get to How that. How many times did you change your underwear in the first half, Alex? Be reasonable. I should have like your- <laughs> brought my collared shirt. It, it's not a collared shirt anymore. It's it's a it's a it's a ripped open Hulk shirt now. It's ripped down the middle. I oh my fell gosh! Your brother watching oh, them man. go up fourteen nut, and I'm like, that poor kid is gonna be. He's dying right now. He's got to be dying. I, I, and Alex, you also realize that well, that damn Deontay Johnson touchdown at the yep. end of the first half, right? Dane, I was gonna get to it actually. Uh, my boy Venmo sure Brian can uh, can show the picture. Oh, uh, you put a picture. Up I just on had it. to. You know, I'm only one in sixteen. Nice. I'm at the That's bottom nice. of the rankings. I had to spoil yep. a little something. It smells That's in here. It's really like something and spoiling. And going into here. Monday night, my Preston Williams versus your Deontay yep. Johnson, and you end up winning by four points because the Dolphins forget how to cover <laughs> on a third and twenty with twenty seconds left in the first half, and Deontay Johnson doesn't get in, even if that's a forty-yard catch. That touchdown puts you over the top, brother man. Congratulations. I appreciate that, Dan. Thank you very much. You know, I'm I'm only a two and six team now, so I got to be spoiling as many victories as I can because I don't know how I much of a run I'm still in playoff position. Hundred percent. I'm still in playoff 100%. position. And Joe, I'm sending you trades. You want to respond to me, bro? <laughs> oh God, I gotta. I guess I gotta read those, don't I? <laughs> he doesn't want to give up Kareem Hunt. Uh, uh, Come on, I'll bro. I'll do that right now, Dan. Let me see what you're on, bro. Here, brother. You go ahead. I gotta talk check. I don't yourself. know. Maybe it was for last week. Maybe it was because of All buys right, I needed last week. But let's see. We'll talk about it. We can negotiate on air. It's all good. While those two talk about the fantasy trades, I'll talk about last night's game. Guys, Mason Rudolph struggled early, but he picked it up. He finished with 20 of 36 passes, 251 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. James Conner carrying the load again, 23 carries for 145 yards, one score. Juju Smith-Schuster finally having a good game, five catches, 103 yards, and one touchdown. And, of course, Deontay Johnson, 84 yards and a score. Ryan Fitzmagic. 21 of 34, 190 yards, two touchdowns, but two costly interceptions. Devontae Parker, six catches for 59 yards. The Steelers' defense, however, man, they, they got to be in the conversation. They held them to 230 total yards, four sacks, four turnovers. I know it's just the Dolphins, but hey. Conversation, uh, Al. Conversation con- of, of what? Top three defenses. Uh, you got San Francisco and New England. And New England. And, and Pittsburgh. You think outside of San Francisco and New England, Pittsburgh is the best defense in the NFL? Can you, can you give me another top you know, three defense that has as many turnovers and as many, you know, big plays and big moments. I mean, I'll have to think a bit. Sure, but, you obviously. Know, Buffalo all come to mind right away. 100%. I just think. Uh, but, you know, you're feeling good. They're young they're core. Feeling good. Go ahead. They're young Enjoy. core. I, I just, I'm just a little happy. Hey, they're three and, they're three and four now. Come Not on. <laughs> Patrick looks good. Sure. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, guys, James Conner at the uh, under the two minute warning, they he had to ran a play and he uh, messed up his AC joint in his shoulder. More information will follow, but luckily it's not a 
collarbone, though. Yeah, it's not a collarbone. It's not a pec as what we know. So we will know information after today. Coach certainly mouthed the word clavicle on on air. (laughs) And I have James Conner in so many chairs. And I was like, oh, you can't be serious in a meaningless carry. Uh, We'll find out more. And and Joe said it. Tomlin was optimistic talking about that it was an AC joint. But, you know, some of the times these things change after they go into the MRI tube or the X-ray machine. Absolutely. So we will keep uh, an eye on that, especially because – Benny Snell Jr. got hurt in the game last night, and Jalen yeah. Samuels is still hurt. So they only have Trey Edmonds on, uh, on their roster as their only running back. So they may be uh, the trade deadline's today at 4, so we'll see what hey, happens. The deadline is today. If Pittsburgh makes a move, that if is If they make bad. a move. May just, may just pick someone up from the practice squad, but, but we'll see we'll what see. happens. Uh, guys, uh, sticking with the NFL, the Chargers fired offensive coordinator Ken Wisenhut. Uh, he's been with the team since 2016. Uh, he, however, led the Chargers. They were the first team in the Super Bowl era this season with four straight games of under 40 rushing yards. And Melvin Gordon was on the active Ironically, It was as soon as Melvin Gordon came back because Austin Eckler was running just He was. He was. He was doing great. I don't know what happened. I guess Gordon came back and uh, messed up the mojo. But uh, they rank right now in points per game, 19.6. That's 23rd in the NFL. And red zone percentage is only 70.4%. That's 30 First in the NFL. No replacement has been set as of yet, but Anthony Lynn called plays as an OC with Buffalo in 2016. They like the quarterback coach, Shane Steichen, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the Chargers coaching staff and see uh, if Ken Wisenhut maybe gets picked up by a team. Hey, Alex, uh, would you prefer the Steelers defense or the Vikings defense? I like, I, I like, I like Pittsburgh. I think uh, the young core oh. says something. I'm not just trying to be a homer here, but I think the young and the youth says sure. something there. You know, Minnesota's great defense, don't get me wrong. That NFC North is tough division, too. But uh, I like the young youth core uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, but, guys, we got some baseball tonight. You can talk about it all show. Game six of the World Series, the Nationals visiting the Astros. Eight, is eight o'clock on Fox. It is Steven Strasburg versus Justin Verlander. The over-under is set at seven. And the Nationals are plus 154 on the money line. They may end the World Series tonight. We may have a champion here uh, in Houston tonight after this game. Justin Verlander looking to close the door on this wild uh, 115th edition of the World Series. But we'll see what happens. I'm going to send it back to Dane and Joe on Make It Rain, helping you win some cash this Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Sports Grid Network. Remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Hour number two on the grid. It is sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez. Name of the show, Make It Rain, which is exactly what we are looking to do for you here. Game six of the World Series tonight. Uh, do or die for the Nats. Uh, let's see if they can get behind their stud there. Uh, the Steven Strasburg, Mr. Bubble Wrap for most of his career. Uh, no more bubble wrap now. It is uh, it is everything he has tonight to try and stymie this Astros team who has won the last three games. And if he's able to do it, well, then we got uh, one of the best things ever in the world of sports, a game seven of uh, a World Series here where we've seen it before. Game sevens in the Stanley Cup, game sevens in the NBA. Game sevens are truly uh, a, a very, they are great for fans. They're great for, we're the nerve wracking for betters, but it's just, it's great to be able to culminate the season with a game seven 
I'm rooting for it. I hope we get it. That's for sure. And uh, if there's an opportunity, if you guys want to go ahead and uh, lay down on tonight's game, we had uh, we told you guys last hour that uh, the move is bet the series on the Nationals. If you think currently at six to one that the Nationals can win tonight, then forget about backing them on the money line. Take them at six to one right now to go to a game seven, because once that happens and if the cards fall into place, name where Scherzer is ready, you'll have Scherzer Corbin against Granke. You can always hedge to guarantee a profit with the Astros in a game seven. But at six to one, the value is there to back them, uh, even if you would have backed them on the uh, on the money line tonight, guys, and they lose the series over regardless. So the best way to do it. Go ahead, put it down six to one, Dane. Go ahead, throw your cash down there, and let's all root for a game seven because I think that'll be amazing. Yep, game seven, the best two words in sports. And mm. to be quite honest, I'm looking at recent form, and I would lean to Steven Strasburg anyway today because I think Verlander's been getting hit up. I just said last hour he's thrown 253 innings this year, Joe. Yep. That's my get to him early. Yep. Six to one. Don't get that often on a World Series possible champion with Strasburg on the mound. Woo! Is Magic Matt going to be in the building? Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? They should have an, an ISO cam on him. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Redskins continue to be uh, just a baffling group here as not only are they okay with uh, trying to trade Trey Williams now since Cleveland's been begging them for the last month and a half, but it does look like they uh, they are open to not only Trent Williams, but also, uh, and we just mentioned him, Josh Norman is without a doubt on the block. Uh, that $15 million price tag that he's got there that the Washington Redskins gave him. I'm sure there'll be some sort of we'll pay this amount and right. you take on that amount kind of situation. But listen, Josh Norman, I think in the right system with the right team, probably, you know, you could do worse in the secondary if you were. I don't know that they trade him to Philadelphia. Um, no. but, uh, you know, teams like, I don't know, Kansas city could Kansas certainly city. use some secondary help. So, uh, I could see a market being there even at a $15 million a year price tag, Dane. I think there's some value there if they can find them. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And you look at contending teams that maybe need help in the back half. We know about Philadelphia. I always mention Kansas city and, and, and there are others. Listen, you know, there's, there's no such thing as, you know, too many cornerbacks in mm -hmm. this day and age in the NFL. You mentioned Josh Norman. I'll go back to Adrian Peterson, Joe. Also like there's no reason 
to have him on the, in, on the roster, especially when we're getting word that they're activating Darius Geis off IR in the next right. couple of weeks. You know, he's not part of their future. You know, mm -hmm. I thought, listen, Arizona would have been amazing. They traded for a Kenyon Drake, but he's been with them before, right? So you think about right. teams like Detroit after losing on Johnson. We'll hear about James Conner in Pittsburgh. But I think there may be a market for him as well. Yeah, I. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Usually we don't get this much big-name action anyway right. during the regular season of the NFL. It's usually either after the season, before the season, but uh, it's a new time here in the NFL. A lot of teams willing to shed guys. Let's start the process now. So it'll Another be interesting name I've to heard that's big is Tyler Eifert, the Cincinnati Bengals tight end. Um, there are a couple teams that are in the tight end market, the New Orleans and New England among them. And, you know, with Cincinnati, you know, there's, they're, they're not going anywhere. If anybody wants Eifert, they could probably have him too. Right. Well, if anybody wanted A.J. Green, they should have been able to have him also, but they don't seem to be willing to do that either. But who knows? Uh, as the clock is ticking here, I'm not sure why you're keeping any of those uh, old uh, the old regime guys there. But yeah. uh, the Jets certainly went ahead and did away with anything that resembled a 2015 draft as uh, Leonard Williams, of course, is now just switching locker rooms. He is a uh, New York Giant as the Jets and Giants pulled off the first ever trade between the two teams, which is mind-blowing to me. Uh, but, yeah, they um, they went ahead and uh, they need some help on the defensive line. The Jets, again, you know, getting ready to kind of clear the cupboard, so to speak. They don't want to have to. Uh, they don't want to have to go into the offseason, Dane, worrying about having to pay this guy or having to pay that guy. They, uh, they're looking to avoid that kind of stuff, especially on the defensive front when you're the number three pick this year was a guy named, uh, you know, Quentin Williams, who is they'll have an opportunity to burn through him over the next four years as well. Yeah. And it, like I said before, it comes full circle because when they drafted yeah. Leonard Williams, the Jets did the same exact thing with Mo Wilkerson and Sheldon mm -hmm. Richardson. And yep. now Quentin Williams comes in and the cycle turns again. And Leonard Williams is on the move. Yep, it's uh, it's. And, of course, Miami, we watched last night, cover again. They're a covering machine, 3-0 and over the last three weeks. Pittsburgh gets the win, but great teams cover. And, uh, boy, that's exactly what Fitzmagic and company is in Miami. So, congratulations. They get to uh, come back home here to South Florida and welcome in their former coach, Adam Gase, this week. And the early look-ahead lines on these games, Dane, is... Uh, it's a bit of a head scratcher here, right? Is it not? What are we looking at? A four and a half, five and a half point favorite the half. New York Jets are? Five and the a half. The New York Jets are five and a half point favorites on the road in South we know Florida. That, that five we and a half know number is what? Yeah, that five and a half number is what we call dead man zone there. There yep. is, uh, it's five and a half because even, even uh, the odds they makers are going, yeah, guys, don't, don't. It's, yeah, no, it's. It's nothing. Yeah. Indy was a five and a half point favorite at home against Denver. Had that work out. So they were barely able to uh, to skate by. I honestly, that would be a game I'd look ahead at, Dan, and I'd have no idea what we were going to get. I, I have a better idea of what we were going to get from the Dolphins. I honestly and truly have zero idea what to expect moving forward from the Jets. But I do know if Sam Donald turns the ball over three more times this week against that defense. Um, they're going to have to, they might as well fake an injury, put him on IR. You got to get him off the field because above the shoulders, he's shot, man. Seeing ghosts.
Seeing ghosts. You, you can't. Um, like, there's no way you can do that. My fear is that Adam Gase, when this season is done, will have absolutely destroyed Sam Donald. Yep. And I, 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 I submit the name David Carr. David Carr was the number what number one overall pick one year for the Houston Texans. And in his yep. first, I believe, two seasons was sacked something like 75 times. And then he legitimately, you know, I'm not trying to be silly bringing up the phrase again, but he started seeing ghosts and it mm-hmm. impacted his mechanics, his decision making between the years. And and he was out of the NFL a few years later, you know, yeah. and. And we talk about, yeah. you know, Gaze as this quarterback whisperer. Listen, I could be a quarterback whisperer if I had Peyton Manning. All right. Yeah. And, and I worry that, you know, we go down this path and it, we saw it. You posted it on Twitter yesterday, Joe. We saw it happen to Steve Wilkes in Arizona last year. Could there be some one and dones this year in the NFL, whether it's Cleveland, whether it's in New York? But then what damage has been done? Right. You know, the That's only thing the as a problem. Jets fan, you, you're with me, Joe. The only thing that mattered this year, literally the only thing was that Sam Darnold showed progression so that whenever mm-hmm. Tom Brady walks into the sunset, Darnold is primed to be like a fourth year ascending quarterback. I want him to be like Deshaun Watson right now, you know, yep. but I don't know that that's what we're going to get. And yeah, that's my it still remains the biggest concern. If you're a Jet fan. What is Adam Gase? Because we saw what he did here in Miami and just completely destroyed the franchise where they had to hit, they had to take a blowtorch to it and start from scratch. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what they are going to do. I don't know. My fear is that they're going to lose the locker room. I mean, Jamal Adams looked like he, I mean, he looked defeated, man, after that game last week. And he's like your vocal leader in that clubhouse. And once yep. again, you don't hear anything from Le'Veon Bell, who is just cashing that check and being a good little soldier here. But yeah. who in that team is going to stand up? That's the problem. You got no leadership. Zero. You got too many leaders over in uh, in Cleveland because everyone wants to have a say. But you got nobody. And I don't the Jets yeah. are just allowing all of this to happen around them. It, it blows Honestly. my mind. It really does. And it should be, you know, Lev Bell is being the good soldier, like you say. Right. It should be C.J. Mosley, but he's not on the field. It should be Sam Donald, but he's seeing ghosts and, and you know, yeah. being compromised. Right. You know, yeah. it should be Jamal Adams, but he's erasing yeah. the Jets from his Instagram. You know, that's so correct. that's this is the problem. I think, unfortunately, this could be long-term damage right here because of this gaze experiment. Yep, exactly correct. And then what do you do? Because you're right. One and done. If the Jets and Cleveland don't see the error of their ways, and listen, everyone makes mistakes. It doesn't work. Sorry about the hire. Uh, if they're still head coaches on this roster next year, I congratulations, guys. You you will continue the same path of craziness, allowing these two guys. You can make yeah. as many excuses as you want for head coaches, and and Lord knows that we've seen it in the past. But to think that Adam Gase isn't responsible for why this is happening right now with the Jets and why Freddie Kitchens is not to, is responsible to why you start two and five. I don't care how the rest of the season ends up. I think the damage is done in both of those franchises. Yeah. And then the other question is, Dan, who are the big, what's the big names coming out that's available? Like if you do fire somebody, which I think is why we haven't heard it from Dan Quinn, you better have somebody in mind that's going to move the needle. Who the hell is going to move the needle that's out there? Go back to McCarthy, maybe? Uh, yeah. So we're retreading. I mean, that's my yeah, thing. I mean, like, that's, 
That's my best answer for you, Joe. I you know, know what I mean? That's the scary part. It's so sad. Joe, four months ago, everyone, not even Jets fans, were excited about Sam Darnold and that potential. Yep. Yep. And Freddie really Kitchens were. was going to prove the world wrong. Uh, really were. And there's nobody out there. What, Nick Saban? Like, who's coming to the NFL that we can't wait to get? Lincoln Wiley? Yeah, and he ain't leaving. Scary. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, so who wants to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFF season? If that's you, then join DailyRoto.com. Learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. You can get updated fantasy hockey projections for the NHL DFS. You can get line combinations and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. And if you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, yeah, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION. Get yourself a 10% discount. That promo code is ACTION for a 10% discount. And keep in mind, guys, that DailyRoto.com, it is where millionaires are made. And we look ahead at some of these uh, early week, uh, week nine here lines, Dane, and some of these games I think are fascinating. And we mentioned New England at Baltimore. That's going to be the Sunday night game. And uh, this is uh, an interesting opening since the Pats are getting hammered right now by the uh, by the public there. We're looking at what plus uh, probably about three quarters of the bets so far uh, are coming in here and they're a four point road favorite. What are we showing on FanDuel? Is it still a three and four? a half? Three, three and, and a half. half. So it's even wow. A little bit of uh, a little bit of buyback coming up there. Yeah. Um, what is the total you showing in this uh, in this game? 45. 45. So the Ravens have a plus 58 point differential this year, and that's actually pretty good. Um, if you can get it above, and, and just early reaction, Dane, if you can get that game above a field goal as a home dog, and we, listen, we know, not road dogs, but even home dogs is always an intriguing matchup. I mean, are you? Is this one of those games you just jump on right now because you think it's going to keep going the other way, or do you think more and more Patriot money will be coming in? I think more Patriot money comes in. I yeah. think once we hit the weekend and the public, and you know, people get their paychecks, um, I think they'll put it on New England. Um, mm. I am intrigued by this game, Joe. Yes. You know, yep. I mean. What New England does very, very well, they make you play left-handed, right? So we all know what that would be in this situation. There are only a few teams in the NFL that the Patriots can try to take it away from you, and it don't matter because what you have as your tool or as your right hand is just that damn good. I think Patty Mahomes and that passing game is one of them. 
what we saw with you know Doug Peterson and Frank Reich in Philadelphia. It's just their 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 offense was so good. This is the other end of the continuum, Joe. Their running game is so good. I really, really wonder if Baltimore is going to be able to establish themselves and punch New England in the mouth against this defense. Remember also, Joe, Baltimore is not afraid of the Patriots. They've gone into New England and won. They have it at home, right? So this is a franchise that feels like there's no mystique and aura around them. They have a bye. They're coming off a bye, Joe at home in a primetime spot. I'm not necessarily calling for the win, but I I, I think we're going to learn a lot about the Ravens, but also about the Patriots who have not faced an offense or a team this good so far this season, in my opinion. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. There is a uh, a bet that I've already made on this game. I took the under, and like we told you uh, earlier this morning here, guys, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, known as uh, primetime games here. The uh, the primetime night games, yeah, 19 and 6 to the under now, including last night, guys, uh, with the Dolphins and the Steelers playing to the under. That is a 76% winning percentage just this year during these primetime night games. The unders seem to be. Uh, just dominating, and I know it was around 45 and a half. It opened up. That that number is probably going to get lower here, guys. So if you're going to jump on the under, now would be the time to do it because I would anticipate an awful lot of money coming in this week with that New England defense and going on the road. And right. yeah, I think I think the under is definitely the value play here, given what we know about these two teams. And I I think. It's fair to say, like, New England is not the same offense that we continue to think it is year in and year out. They're just not, you know, even with Baltimore is not the same defense that we think about year in and year out. So we'll see. You know, Joe, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to, we know, they're going to try and make Lamar Jackson beat them from the pocket, right? Absolutely. That's exactly, we all know this, right? My question is, will Baltimore and Lamar be able to run it anyway? You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And if any team can in this NFL, it's probably Baltimore. So uh, that's what I'm looking for. Can New England stop the Baltimore run game? You know that's what they're going to try to do. I just wonder if Baltimore's one tool is so good that they'll still be able to run the ball. It's interesting, too. One of the the other games that um, early look-ahead lines here for the – how about Detroit at Oakland? Uh, Detroit three three and one. Oakland now three and four. Oakland has been on a road trip like I've never seen here, Dane. It's right. almost it's almost unfair that the, now they finally this. get to yeah they finally get to go home and play a home game. And of course, thirty one twenty six. Detroit ends up winning Giants cover, but they beat the uh, the Giants at home. So um, what do you see as a line here? What does FanDuel have as this Detroit Oakland line? Is it is it still a point a point and a half? It is two in Oakland's first wow. real home game since like week two or three of the season. Their only other technical home game was actually in London over the last month and a half. It's right. I mean, that road it's trip to me has been nuts. Yep. Um, and now you're talking about them having a two point home edge now. Is that it? So it's not even yeah, your typical three. 50 and a half is the total. And I can tell you the public is hammering Detroit. I mean, Mm. hammering Detroit because, you know, we've heard about road dogs, right? Here we go. Coming off a win, the Lions. Um, 
uh, the Oakland Raiders, if for nothing else, have actually fared very well against the number at home in Oakland. And this is the first game they're going to have at home in how long here? It's like ridiculous here, guys. And I think what we saw from Oakland last week, I don't know, man. I, I you know, I know the public loves Detroit, but I got to tell you, I'm leaning Oakland all day at home in this spot. I don't trust Detroit to do anything on the road at this particular point. You know what I mean? Especially with that defense. And we don't know, is Slay going to be there? He's hurt right. anyway. So we don't even, they That's can't right. run the ball. So what I I don't I don't understand this number. I always thought it was going to be at least minus three. Uh, if we may get there, but it does look like a lot of the bets are coming in on Detroit at this point. I'm with you, Joe. I like Oakland in this game. All right. Mm. And, and I've always said Detroit and Matthew Stafford, I call them the litmus test. They mm-hmm. do not beat teams over 500 on the road. And I don't know if Oakland is like a good team, right? But I'm not going to trust them. You also mentioned they can't run the ball unless they acquire, you know, maybe they acquire Melvin Gordon in the next five hours. You know yeah. what I mean? You're but, right. Uh, yep. If they don't, and if it's Trey Carson and Ty Johnson, I don't, I'm not so sure I have faith in them. I would like the over in this game. I can see both of these teams going back and forth a little bit. You like the over in the Lions-Giants game on Sunday. I think it's a similar on some level, but Joe, The last time the Raiders played in the black hole was week two against Kansas City. Wow. Week two. Okay, Joe. Week three at Minnesota. Week four at Indy. Week five in London against Chicago. Week six was their bye. Week seven at Green Bay. And then on Sunday, they were at Houston. So they were at home week two. Not again in a true home game until week nine, Joe. It's like wow, a month, over a month and a half. Crazy. And I get, listen, I get it. Recency bias, right? You just watched Oakland lose. You know, they've, they've right. lost now a couple of games. You watch Detroit light up the Giants. But so Oakland hung in on the road against a good Texans team. I, ex- I get why the public is backing the dog here. I get it. All of these numbers telling us how trendy, you know, road dogs are. Do- I get it. But right now, New England, Baltimore, um, the. Detroit Lions and Oakland Raiders have been it's the most heavily bet games right now to this point early on. And the final game, which is getting just hammered, is the Cowboys at the Giants and big discrepancy here, guys. This is all about the uh, the pros versus the Joes here. Dallas is getting crushed here with bet. I mean, they are hammering uh, the Dallas Cowboys on the road at the New York Giants. I think they played week one, wasn't it? Yes. 30, it, yeah, it was like a 37, 38, somewhere along those lines. I think the Giants only scored 10 with Eli. And that was Eli uh, though. Getting a hammering the Dallas Cowboys, but the line is moving towards the Giants here a little bit, which means that the pros, they're back in the Giants in the points at home while the, Cow- well, of course, we know public loves the Cowboys here. Early indications, what, Cowboys a little overvalued once again in this spot? Yeah, I see it at seven and a half, and I'll take that hook all day, Joe. All day, right? Yeah, I'll take the seven and a half. Give me that hook because, listen, also that last time, like I mentioned, was Eli Manning, not Daniel Jones. And I honestly think that they're getting a little better and better. Saquon back now in a groove. They have their full com- – also, remember, week one, there was no Golden Tate. They were banged up. They're going to start to have their full complement. And honestly, 
Joe, Dallas has been one of those teams that got off to hot starts against what? Eli Manning Giants, uh, Miami, Washington, right? When they step up in class, I don't know that they've done it. Now, I'm not saying the Giants are some kind of world beaters, but I do think they're better than the Giants version they saw in week one. Now you give me prime time at home and you give me over a touchdown. Yeah, I'm leaning Giants on next Monday night. Yeah, that's a that's also another game that um, already bet. Give me the hook at seven and a half, guys, all day long. Don't forget, divisional rivals. So we know those games, Dan, are going to be a heck of a lot closer. They've already played each other. And by the way, how did the Cowboys do last time they were at MetLife? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they lost to the Jets, I think. Yes, they did. So, uh, yeah, I like the Giants and the hook right now, guys. Yep, these are the three most handled games right now early on in the week get those numbers while you can guys there's some value there all right we'll take a look at our uh, favorite uh, washington national houston astros plays game six coming up next want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this nhl dfs season then join dailyroto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. about Urban Meyer to the NFL, Jane. Uh, As we try and uh, come up with any name, really, at this point, because Dan Quinn's still employed, and Adam Gase and Freddie Kitchens have proven that, yeah, they might be in way over their heads here and mistakes have been made. But the question Dane and I have been trying to come up with here this morning is if you're going to fire guys, right? If you're going to fire them, then the prudent thing to do is to make sure that you have somebody that you really want to go out and get. Otherwise, why go through the aggravation to hold interviews with 25 guys and you not loving really any one of them that, you know, you're better off with the devil, you know, as opposed to the devil you don't know. So and we're trying to come up with names and, you know, not retreads. I mean, Mike McCarthy. Yes. Like the same old, same old. But that hot that hot coordinator or that hot name, Dane, yeah. I'm having a hard time coming up with, you know, more than maybe one or two. And Harbaugh's name is always going to be there, but Harbaugh's not. Listen, he, he ends up making a run here at the Big Ten. Harbaugh, unless something ridiculous happens, he's not going anywhere for a couple of years. And if he did, he's probably going to Miami before he goes anyplace else. So I don't know who else there is. Does Urban Meyer move the needle for you? Eh, not really. Not really, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley would um, down there in uh, Oklahoma, and he's been a hot name. But I think, to be quite honest, he's going to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, if you want to know the truth. Um, but, right. you know, some of these things, the hot coordinators, the hot college names, haven't really surfaced yet. You know, so I'm, I'm thinking about NFL names. But it's not a pretty picture. You know, I threw out to you Mike Tomlin also because I think it's going to go left in Pittsburgh. And I don't think he'd be out of work for long either. No. Um, but no. we'll see. I'll give you another name that's, uh, that's now in the running for the Vanderbilt job there in college. How does uh, Jeff Fisher sound to you? Does that oh, sound God, exciting no. to you? 
Yes, Dear God, Jeff. No. Fit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Fisher no, is uh, is rumored to have been uh, extremely interested, and there is mutual interest in the Vanderbilt Commodores uh, job there, who oh, nice. uh, they have been abysmal this year. Jeff Fisher in the SEC. Could you believe? Wow. Um, yeah, just wow there. Uh, but that's it. I mean, we can't. We yeah. are having a really hard time coming up with any semblance of, all right, so you get rid of Dan Quinn. Who, who are you bringing in, guys? Like who? Who? Yeah, I mean, it's always like a grass is always greener, right? But then right. you gotta actually see who these guys are. I just think, Joe, you know, we're gonna know some more in about a month. We'll hear more about the hot coordinators. We'll hear more about the college coaches. You know, I, I honestly, I don't know, like which, you know, small-ish school that's scoring 47 points a game. You know, that has a coach that wants to go for greener pastures. Like, who's the SMU coach these days? You know what I mean? Well, Stuff like that. When does Josh McDaniel leave? And uh, what is he's he the next head for? coach of the Patriots? I think there's a I think that's the reason he didn't take the Colts job, right? He was he was hired by the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. And then he backed out. I, I believe they have some, you know, coaching waiting, wink wink. When Belichick does decide to walk away, it's all yours. I think they have that agreement pretty much in place already. And if I'm McDaniels, I wouldn't mess with it. So you so you think he's just now? Does McDaniel stay if if? Because Belichick said yesterday, I'm I'm going to coach 70. well into my seventies, right, Dan? Yeah. So, but he's only coaching there as long as, unless he's Brady. got a replacement for Brady. Like I don't know. I think those two are mutually tied together. And if I'm Josh yeah. McDaniel, you're hitting the reset button, guys. Let's be realistic. You're an offensive guy. You lose Brady. What the hell are you staying there for? Right. It's not good to be the guy who follows the man, right? It's better to be the guy who follows the guy who follows the man. And I'll say this also, Joe, it's happened before. I'm going back to my my squad, Syracuse basketball. Bayheim's Mm -hmm. been there forever. There was a time where the coach, Mike Hopkins, who everyone loved, he -hmm. was supposed to be the coach in waiting, the heir apparent, right? But he waited so long, Bayheim never left. Hopkins went to University of Washington. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe yep. McDaniels is like, ah, I don't want to wait this long. Or he knows that he's going to be replacing a legend and it won't set up well for him. He's the guy that's going to have to rebuild. But I don't think he would go to the Jets of all places. I don't. Uh, I don't. Please. I, I, like, I don't. You know, the coaching trees, the Andy Reeds, the Bill Belichicks, you know, these guys, uh, I do think that. Uh, you know, Bruce Arians as well is uh, is is welcome back, Bruce. But there's not those kinds of names out there. And then you've got a way. Ah, give me Rex. Give me Rex back. Well, that's and you laugh, but that's another name that's been that's been thrown out there, guys. And I'm serious. I'm not mad at Rex Ryan. He wants I'm to call it Rex. I, let's put it this way. I, maybe not now with the Jets and whatever. I do believe, though. That Rex Ryan does deserve another chance to a be shot. a head coach in the NFL. Yep, I agree. Whether it's in New York or other guys. Yep, I agree. When we're talking about some of these retread names or some of these, you know, college guys that we don't know, I do believe Rex Ryan deserves another shot. What about the uh, the former Cincinnati Bengals head coach who uh, took a year off to hang with Herm Edwards at Arizona State? Nah. Could you see him he making a yeah? He doesn't move the needle for me, no. The one good thing I will say about these some of these retreads is that you've got to give it. A guy like Mike McCarthy was so long in the same place that it just wore out its welcome. 
you know, I, and a year sure, away from yeah. the game, which is why I wish they would have allowed Adam Gase to spend a year away from the game. You can kind of regroup. You can't see the forest from the trees. That's why I think guys right. like Rex Ryan. I do think these guys will learn, having been away from the game for a little time, kind of see it from a different perspective. I think they'll be better coaches you know, um, down the road, you know, it worked for the, uh, the, you know, the old man that came back, uh, for the, um, for the Rams and won the Super Bowls. You know, he spent all that time, got burned out in Philly. Gruden is showing that what you can do when you step away a little bit. I mean, there's, I think it's actually pretty good for those guys. Yeah. And here's the thing. I love Rex, right? But with Greg Williams already in place on the defense, it would have to be an offensive minded coach, right? So my, my, All these things in a pot together, if you ask me to actually put out a name, I'd get Mike McCarthy on the horn. I agree. I And they did. They inter- I agree. I don't think we'd be in right. this spot if McCarthy was the coach. I agree. And maybe you're right, Joe. He just wore out – not wore out his welcome, but it got stale after a while, yeah, right, exactly. with Aaron Rodgers yep. and all that stuff. Maybe a year away – Right. He comes back. He knows he's got a guy on the defensive side for Greg Williams. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, also we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm going to tell you, unfortunately, Joe, and I've said it before, the Jets schedule opens up. Yeah. All right. So if the Jets wind up with five wins, they have ready made excuses in no CJ Mosley and mononucleosis. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I think Adam Gaze is the head coach of the Jets next year. Depressing, but I do find it interesting that Atlanta has not made the put, has not pulled the trigger here, Dane. And wait for a while. Well, it gives time for the new. That's exactly the time. It gives time for that new coach, whoever that interim coach, to step in, get involved, you know. And here we are on Tuesday, and you still haven't pulled the trigger. And that leads me to believe that it's going to start with Dimitri off at the top, and I think Arthur Mm. Blank's going to clear house. Give me a new general manager. Give me, give me new everything and let them bring in their own team. I think that's what it signals more than anything else. And that's the kind of thing you don't do in season, right? The complete overhaul, right. exactly. GM as well. That's a Black right. Monday kind of thing, Joe. Yep. The other wrinkle I'll say specifically for right now mm-hmm. is I think teams are more concerned with the trade. The trading deadline is in like, you know, six hours, Joe. You right. know, so maybe even these teams, maybe even in Atlanta, Okay, maybe they're more worried right now about any fielding, any offers right Mm -hmm. Uh, for their players and stuff like that. And maybe when they cross that horizon, then it's about, all right, who's going to run it? Um, But I don't think you're right. Dimitrov is on the hot seat as well. This could be a turn the page together like we saw in San Francisco with Shanahan and Lynch being the higher at the same page at the same time. That's correct. But I don't think they would overhaul coach and GM midseason. I think that uh, that guy is probably at the end of the year, Dane, that guy is going to be probably at the top of everyone's list when uh, when the coaching hires the defensive coordinators for San Francisco. That guy is getting an awful lot of love and an awful lot of praise right now. And kudos. He's got you know the best defense in the uh, in the NFL working for him. But. Guys, he's got five number one picks on the damn front seven. Like five of the seven. You better have the you better have one of the best defenses in the NFL. But I do think he's a guy you're going to hear. I do think Shanahan is that next coaching tree that you're going to start hearing guys start to be plucked from. Uh, because I I do think he's going to make a run at it this year. I think it's going to be. I mean, hell, the offensive coordinator for. You know, uh, what was it, one year for Sean McVay now as the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals? It don't take yep, much, Dane, for, 
for teams to jump all over guys. So it'll be interesting. Uh, all right, game six tonight, Dan. Where are you? How are you leaning in this game? What are you thinking? Yeah, so you know, not much. We've talked about it a lot. My one play, I'm gonna take the over seven for the game. I'm going to take the over seven for the game. I think there's a chance they get to Verlander early. And because of that, I'm considering this Nats score first at minus 110. Um, because, listen, they have jumped on Verlander early. But I think runs will be scored today, um, whether it's by the bullpen or Verlander's tired arm. Give me over seven in game six tonight. Like that. And, um, yep, I've, uh, I'm, going, uh, I'm going with the series at six to one. I'm taking I- the... Uh, I'm going to take the Nats at six to one here to make it to a game seven and obviously win the series from there. If not, if they can win tonight, then we've got a whole different conversation to have tomorrow regarding a uh, hedge possibility depend on what happens. But I'm also going to go with the um, I'm going to go with the under in the first five at four and a half. Dane, I'm going to think nerves maybe uh, might favor the pitching. And I do think that when the runs start coming. It's going to come towards the middle to the end of this game here, and we'll see exactly what happens there. Uh, but at four and a half, uh, I'll take the look at the uh, I'll take a look at the under, and I'll take a look at the Nationals' first five. Which what did we say that was? One sixty, one sixty-five. Yeah, it was around there. The Nationals' first five. I'll bring yeah, back Nationals' up, first five. I do think Verlander will continue to do what Verlander has done here now over the last month. Dane, he'll give up a couple of runs early. Yep. Strasburg will try to keep it down and, um, you know, I'll take the first five and I'll take the uh, I'll take the under four and a half. I think that's a little too many runs for the first half of this game. Uh, But I do think runs are going to happen. I do think the fireworks are going to be towards the end. Yeah. So first half. Uh, first five, at least Washington plus 175. The draw it being tied is plus 440. Houston minus 130. If you want to lay the half a run, you get Washington. Mm. Uh, plus half a run at minus 116. Houston minus half a run at minus 106. Any big names on the move today in the NFL, Joe? Yeah, you know what? I got to believe that the Washington Redskins continue to clear house. If they don't, Dane, I don't get it. If Trent Williams is not on a new team, if Josh Norman's not on a new team, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I have no idea what you're doing. If Robbie Anderson's not on a new team, what happens then, Dane? Chris Harris in Denver. Don't watch out for Denver. Watch out for Denver. I mean, the biggest name that could be mm-hmm. on the move tonight, today. I wouldn't be surprised if Von Miller has a new team, Joe. And that would be a huge name. That would be the smartest move Elway has made to date. Get rid of the they old guard. with and trading you Miller, You ain't right? never going to get, before he gets hurt, now he'll never be as valuable as he is right now to be able to go to That's a right. contender. You can, That's people right. will probably give you whatever the hell you want to have Von Miller. Plus, Orleans, you got Chubb next year. Yeah, if you're yeah. New Orleans, if you're Baltimore. Yes, If you exactly. just watch J.J. Watt and you're in Houston, right? Yep. Like, I agree. Hell yeah. Yep, I agree. 100%. I think uh, it'll be interesting. Six, seven hours to go, guys. What is it'll the be biggest thing somewhere? going to be on there? It'll be maybe Fitzpatrick or Rosen. Who the hell knows? Andy Who Dalton. Knows? Andy Dalton. Great idea Damn as well. You. Unfortunately, <laughs> it won't be A.J. Green, though. Enjoy the game tonight, guys. We'll break it down for you tomorrow. Good luck. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. On Make It Rain. John Elway says, quote, we have to make sure Drew Locke is ready when he gets in there. If he does get in there, we're still in the process of evaluating that. He's not ready to go right now. I'll tell you that. Remember, he has the thumb. He is on IR. Maybe, listen, remember, it could be a Dwayne Haskins situation also, Joe, that he just ain't ready and they don't want him, you know, seeing ghosts out there. That could be it, but it's obvious Denver is kind of cutting the cord, right? They traded Manny Sanders. We hear about Chris Harris, even Von Miller potentially buzz about. So they are in the position where they got to go to Drew Locke eventually. I think there's the thumb issue. And like Haskins, maybe he's just not ready. We saw him in preseason. He didn't look like he was able to read defenses and do any kind of, you know, anything but go to the first read, Joe. So um, it could be injury but it could be his uh his preparedness i yeah i'm, I'm sure it's that because I, i'm sure you know i don't necessarily buy the whole brett uh the whole uh, joe flacco situation too i thought it was kind of convenient after he just oh. threw his entire coaching staff but under that's the bus where that. it came from that's not now a neck old, disc, uh, it's that he talked on he sunday didn't look night like a dude that wrestling. had any sort of uh, perforated disc going on out of his neck and bulging and hurting like it, it didn't look anything he didn't even bring that up you would think a guy that's like oh guys i'm really hurting right like no his his main purpose of going up to the podium was was throwing fangio under the bus they are going to bring up though it looks like it's been announced that brett rippon uh will be uh, graduated from the practice squad and uh, you know this kid a lot of guys love this guy in the in the preseason coming out of Boise State uh, he's yeah. obviously got the lineage there uh, his dad was a pretty good quarterback too back in the day uh, a lot of guys love this kid and while he's been on the practice squad what is with Al what is with the last name Allen and quarterbacks in the NFL like Al right Al now like, what, what is you know Josh Allen now Josh Brandon Allen like what am I missing here like is there is there like a uh, a run on Allens in in college football DNA Joe they should all do I, that twenty three and me and damn. see if they are you know damn. all related Joe the other problem though I will say this everybody who would listen was hearing the idea that Cortland Sutton was an ascending yeah. wide receiver in fantasy circles, right? And then, boom, they trade Manny Sanders, and it's like, oh, more targets, more opportunity. Not if they go ahead and make this quarterback change. You know, I, I, I would throw a little cold water on all the Cortland Sutton love if, in fact, they're going to lock or Rippin or Allen or anybody like that. It will be a downgrade, even though Flacco is still, at this point, nothing more than a game manager. It's interesting. It's funny, too, because uh, Drew Locke is eligible to dress now, at least, against uh, the upcoming game in Cleveland. But, man, Elway's making it seem like, dude, anybody but Locke. Like, anybody but Locke. <laughs>